Hey, this is Angie Heitch with ShipShape Solutions. And if you really want to learn how to level up your life, you should be listening to the Time to Shine Today podcast with my good friend, Scott Ferguson. Let's level up. Time to Shine Today podcast, Varsity Squad. This is Scott Ferguson. I got a treat for you about getting organized um, in your life, in your head, in your physical stuff around your house and whatnot. I just had a fun, super fun conversation with my good friend, Angie Heitche from ShipSafe Solutions, a little tongue twister there. Um, she is a woman of faith, which I really dig. Uh, she uh, could have been a doctor if she wanted to go that route, but her passion was really helping people to declutter and live the life of an abundant life um, with it being more organized. And we just, she's going to drop so many knowledge nuggets. Don't pass this up just because it's about organization and whatnot, but after this interview, I really started keeping a neat desk. I really broke it down and, and neatened it up. And I owe that a lot to Angie. Uh, so if you like the episode, please hit the like button, share, subscribe, all that jazz, because it really helps our sponsors and affiliates. And without further ado, here's my good friend, Angie Haichi from Ship Shape Solutions. Let's level up. Time to shine today, podcast varsity squad. This is Scott Ferguson. And people that have known me in my past, they've known that I was a little bit cluttered, not just within my mind, which that's more of kind of a running joke with my friends, but also when people would walk in and be like, Fergie, this stuff is out of place. This stuff does not belong here. This is this, this is this. And there, there's a fantastic friend of mine, Ann Haicha, and you know, she's worked with people on helping them declutter and organize, but she has really kind of shifted a lot into being a fantastic author, which I will have a book giveaway for one of her books at the end, then Time to Shine Today's Dime. She's a speaker, a podcaster that she's launching. It's uncluttered, um, which don't go there yet. I'll put it in the show notes, but don't go there yet. Make sure you listen to what Anne has to say. You know, and she's a certified personal organizer. Her experience with clients gives her unique insights into the challenges of disorganization and the peace that order can bring. She loves helping people simplify their lives so they can spend time doing what they love. And nobody, I don't know anybody that doesn't want to do what they love. And Anne, thank you so much for coming on. Please introduce yourself to the Time to Shine Today podcast for RC Squad. But first, what's your favorite color and why? Royal blue. Um, ah. It was my color at my wedding 35 years ago, and it's been my favorite ever since. 35 years. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Does that feel like 35 minutes underwater? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's a joke. <laughs> Say that. oh, that's awesome. So, Anne, let's get into the roots, or I'm sorry, Angie, let me get into the roots of your, you know, kind of maybe a little bit of your upbringing. Were you always kind of like a neat Nick or, you know, what? Kind how, of. How did you get into yeah. it? Yeah, I guess I've kind of always been that way, kind of a perfectionist. I see what's wrong with everything and I'm just like driven to fix it. So yeah, pretty obsessive about order. So where did that come from? You know, I think it's just kind of ingrained in me. Okay. It's like I can't not do it. I mean, it's honestly, it's like really painful to be in a situation where things need to be straightened up and I don't have the permission to do it. <laughs> I was just going to ask you, how 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 are you, you know, not so much emotionally in a bad way, but how does that like get to you? Do you ever have you ever just stepped out and said, ask somebody if you could do that? Uh, yeah. Have you? <laughs> That's yeah. Awesome. What was their responses? 
Well, you know, and it's like silly things. Like one of the things that just kills me, uh, my husband and I live in a little loft downtown. And so a lot of places will let you put flyers up um, Mm. or they'll have a bulletin board or whatever. And there'll be flyers for events that have already happened. And it Uh just kills me. I'm just, so sometimes I'll say, I'm sorry, but this was over a month ago. Mind if I just pull this off? You know, just a little <laughs> That's awesome. That's it's literally, I, I was never organized until I went in the military. And then it was kind of forced mm. on me. But a lot of that, fortunately, is carried over into my life. I've been out of the mm. military 30 years now. But yeah. it's really kind of carried over where, but I still find myself thinking that I am, organized but then yet you look at my desk and i it could be better okay well, so it, yeah and you know the the there's different the the true definition of organized is can you find what you need mm. and my organized is going to look different from your organized you may be the kind of person who likes things you like to be able to see everything where there whereas i'm okay with things in drawers okay but for some people if it's in if it's not right in front of them, it might as well not exist. So it doesn't have to look a particular way. The function is more important than the looks. Absolutely. Wow. Wow. That's, I love that you said that the function is more important with that being said, though, do people that you've worked with feel judged by you working with you? Or and I don't mean that in a really derogatory way, like right. I mean, I, but yeah, I know what you mean. And you know, honestly, many many people, I think, don't reach out for help because they're embarrassed. Mm-hmm. They really are. You know, and they'll say, "Oh well, gosh, if you came to my house, you'd run screaming." Or I, I'm so I, I I can't handle you looking at my house. Or uh, I'm so sorry. I know it's really bad and. You right. know, I just always say, you know, we've all got our strengths and weaknesses. My weakness is you just don't see them when you walk in the room. Sure. Because mine are more internal. Right. But, um, you know, it. we all need help with something in our lives. Mm-hmm. You know, everything can't come naturally to everyone. Right. <laughs> you know, that's just impossible. So It's funny that you said that, Anne, because <clears throat> I have a coaching client that's an interior designer. And mm-hmm. she's like you, everything really has a place. But as we were kind of working through her blind spots, you know, we found that she hid a lot of her weaknesses through mm-hmm. organization. Huh. If, that, if that makes sense, you know, like you just kind of brought it up. And I'm like, wow, that's just what, you know, a client has said. And there's nothing wrong with it. It's just, you know, that it gave me a place as a coach to work from. It was yeah. beautiful. And thank you for being transparent and saying that. That's, that's, that's fantastic. Because a lot of people that are organized, they will hover over and judge and say, Ooh, yeah. I can't believe no judgment. Said- and, and I actually love sharing stories of my own personal foibles yes. because people can yeah. relate to me. I, yeah. Like one of my best stories. And I actually put this in my newspaper article because it was just so great. I, yeah. um, I was going to my first uh, NAPO conference organizers conference. I was so excited to be with my people, you know, other people that were obsessive about order <laughs> like me. And so I had everything planned and, you know, got ready. And my husband took me to the airport and I was just, oh man, I was so excited. And so uh, we opened the trunk to get the suitcase to go out. And my suitcase was at home. Mm. I 
I, I guess I thought he was going to get it. And right. obviously it was my responsibility to get my second. Right. So he runs home to try to, and we didn't make it in time. Fortunately, I was going uh, went a night earlier than I had to be. So oh, I didn't good. miss any of the, but I have so much, what I call attention clutter. My mind is spinning with a zillion things to where I'm not, it's really hard for me to be present in the moment and paying mm-hmm. attention to the people around me. And so that's the thing I have to work on a lot. A lot of it, uh, a lot of it came from too much time on my phone. So I talk sure. a lot about that. Yeah. Yeah. If we can't share what we're struggling with, you know, who's going to trust us to help them with something they're struggling with? Wow. We got to be real. I'm all about being real. Yeah. I, I had to text somebody yesterday and say, yeah, I was at your house last night and I can't find my gloves. And they were in the driveway beside my car. But I still, I mean, man. Right. You know, I've been, I've looked for my phone in my car that I thought was under my car seat with my phone in my hand using the flashlight. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've been did that before. That. Yeah. You know, so yeah, I, I just love your transparency and honesty. So when you, maybe we're working with people, I know you don't do so much like, you know, you kind of shifted stuff, but could, could you explain maybe how like some of your secret sauce that you might use to, when someone hired you to help them mm-hmm. find their blind spot when it came to organization? Find their blind spot. That's a good one. You know, I, I always started every time with a client, we'd always start with um, kind of an assessment visit and talk about, you know, what areas were bothering them, um, what was uh, interfering with their daily life the most, and what's working, what's not working, um, and what's driving them crazy. And like the more, the better questions I ask at the beginning before we do even a little bit of work, the more effective I'm going to be at figuring out what's, what their deal is. Um, Like, Okay, one of my most recent clients, uh, she had some issues in her garage. Now she had shelves and she had things on the shelves and it was easier to find stuff. But she also had this big pile in the middle of the garage. And what it was, was like she'd come back from something and she wouldn't take the time to put the things away. So I just kind of land there. And then, like like a, things oh. that were in transition <laughs> back and forth. So I said, you need a drop zone. You need an area for like, okay, this thing is, you know, I've I've used this stuff. I don't have time to put it back right now, but here's my spot. Right. And that's where it's going to go. That's the official, you know, function of this particular area. And then I know that once a week or whatever on some regular basis, then I know I got to go to my drop zone. I got to empty everything and put it back where it belongs. So. Kind of like talking through their schedule, talking through their life, and then looking at zones that are kind of a little messy. So right. that kind of stuff. I love it. When you talk about the drop zone, are you are you want that to be somewhere? Because what you just said about the middle of her garage, it's like, remind me of a junk drawer, right? Mm-hmm. Where you put all your stuff. But when you do a drop zone like that, would you maybe want it to be in a place where you visually see it? Um, yeah. And I mean, the thing is like, everybody has drop zones, whether you've established it or not, I your do. place that you yeah. tend to put stuff, sure. you know, right. when mm-hmm. you don't have time. 
uh, it, it needs to be convenient. Um, sure. But if you if you don't have a regular habit of taking the things from the drop zone to mm-hmm. where they belong, then it's going to end up piled up. And so, right. if, yeah, I well, mean, yeah, convenient. But if it's in a place where everybody's going to see, then maybe that forces you to deal with it more yeah. regularly. I, yeah. I do that. I put everything in one spot where I know that, dude, if someone was to come over right now, and I just don't like to be embarrassed. But going back, I I love what you said about like really asking the powerful questions. Mm-hmm. And with your line of work, you couldn't, you just don't listen with your ears. Like you're listening with your eyes because you're visualizing yes. the senses, the smells. Like I call that listening with your neck. You're really leaning in hmm. to that. And, and that that was something that I really picked up on there. That that's beautiful. So, is there when you're starting when you were starting to kind of work with people, was there any good question that you wish maybe they would ask you but never do? Ooh, I should have been ready for that question because I listened to your I listened to your podcast. Thank you for a doing lot. that. It's what I like yeah. to ask. It's not to trip people up, but it's something that's interesting, especially when yeah. you talk to people that are service providers. Mm-hmm. Wow, a question I wish they would ask me. Uh, you kind of already answered it, but I'll let you go. I? I would ask you. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah. So if if you were me and you had the lifestyle I have and the schedule I have and the people in your home, like, are there are any, are there any things that you've seen that I haven't addressed yet? Ooh, I love it. Maybe. I love that. Yeah. That that. That's a strong, like, I would have kind of asked you, you know, as a professional organizer, you know, what are your weaknesses, which you've already explained them. Yeah. You know, that, that's fantastic. Thank you so much for doing that. And thank you for listening to the show as well. Yeah, that sure. A lot. There's, you know, because we like to kind of talk, you know, the professional and then we're going to kind of get a little personal with you right now. And uh, so then, again, you probably heard this, but have you li- saw the movie Back to the Future? Yes. Okay. Let's get in that DeLorean with Marty McFly. Let's go back to the the 22-year-old, the double deuce, the 22-year-old Angie. What knowledge nuggets might you drop on her to maybe help her not so much change anything because you've had 35 years of marriage, you've built successful businesses, you're doing what you love, but maybe to help her at that age, shorten a learning curve, blast through or level up, maybe just a little bit quicker. Hmm. Uh, I think I would tell myself, don't underestimate yourself. Um, I think that there are a lot of things that I thought maybe I'd want to do, but, oh, I don't know. I don't know. That seems a little beyond me. Um, I remember when I was an undergrad, um, I was a science nerd. I loved all things science, especially human body stuff. And, Mm. uh, I wanted to be a physical therapist at that time. Okay. And I had some people in my dorm that were wanting to go to med school. And someone said, do you, would you be interested in being a doctor? I was like, I could never do that. Right. And it was like, why did I even say that? I could totally have done that. So I, <laughs> I ended up going to graduate school, getting a master's in um, medical science, working as a PA physician mm. assistant and in pediatrics. And I loved it, but I could have done med school. I just, I just didn't think I could. And the same thing with starting this business, you know, I did a whole lot of other things. I had this just obsession as we talked about to organize. And then I found out professional organizing is a thing. Like people do this for a job. 
And, but it wasn't going to be the kind of thing where I just go to some company and interview and get hired as an organizer. I was going to have to start my own business. Mm. Well, the first thing I said was, I can do that. Look at it. How, how do you, I'm not going to start a business. I'm not that kind of person. I mean, at that point, I'd been, you know, home raising my girls for a while. Best, you know, uh, never trade any of those days. I'm like, you know, I'm just a full time mom. I can't mm. start a business. And uh, so my sweet husband, we we hit empty nest. And so, so I went back to doing something. I was teaching, uh, assisting in second grade. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I liked it. But I couldn't get this thought out of my head of organizing. I, I just, but then I would just say, oh, I don't know, starting a business. So finally, we hit empty nest. We started doing a lot of hiking and biking, and we're on a bicycle trail in Georgia. And it was time for me to decide whether I was going to, you know, be a teaching assistant the next year. And he said, I know you know, you like your job and I don't think you love it. And I know we've talked about this organizing thing so many times, and I know it scares you to think about starting a business. But the thing is, first of all, I don't want you to regret not trying. Love it. And and yeah. this is the time. If you're ever going to do it, this is the time. We're empty nesters. You have a little more time. We are in a financial position. We're not counting on a certain amount of income from sure. you. So, you know, if it doesn't work, you go back to teaching or whatever, and it's fine. And And here's the other thing about me underestimating myself. He said, you know, there are people with less intelligence, less drive, less knowledge of all this. Then you that start businesses all the time and you're right. never going to know unless you do it. And I am 100% behind you supporting you all the way. And so I was like, you know what? You are right. Let's do this thing. Love it. And uh, that was in the spring of 2016. And so mm. I got a mentor. I joined NAPO. I took some classes. I just did a ton of research. I went to the small business development center in my hometown I worked really hard over a period of several months, and then it was the scariest and most wonderful thing I have ever done. I love and, that. And yeah, so I, I think so many times we assume we can't do something, sure. certain personalities, and that's me. And so now I try to do scary stuff. Yeah. Sometimes. It does, you know? and it, it, erases, it raises your dopamine, it raises your endorphins, yeah. it keeps you young. When you're Absolutely. doing that. So I don't I don't want to stop learning and taking risks sure. ever. What is the best decision you've ever made that you said no to? Ooh. Well, starting my business, definitely. I guess, I guess uh some like something I initially said no to, but then I said yes. Something or... that you're glad that you said no to. Oh, something I'm glad I said no to. Um, actually, I'm glad that I'm not working with clients right now, even though I loved, loved, loved it. Absolutely. I helped a lot of people, but the thing was like where my passion was turning to was writing, podcasting, speaking. And I did that. I did that while working with clients, but I found that I didn't really have the time to develop the ideas that I had. Mm because of the client work. And I tried to kind of, you know, finagle my schedule around to still do it. And I just found I couldn't do it. 
Right. And so just at the beginning of January, I started not doing in-person work with clients and I've got, I've moved forward, you know, launched the podcast and I've got some in-person workshops I'm working on and all this stuff. And it, it's, it's, it's weird. Like helping people declutter was becoming clutter for me because it was yeah. distracting <laughs> from what my priority was, right. was to spread this message about uh, out of your life from a podium and So that, that, you know what, you're going to be able to reach more people that way. You have the experience. I really believe that it's inch by inch. It's a cinch by the yard. It's hard, right? So hmm. you did it and you built it to the point to now when you speak in front of people, you have the experience. Yeah. It's fantastic. So give me a product that you think can, that's under a hundred dollars that you think that will really help people level up their organization in their life. Other than your book, by the way. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, a product under $100 would help them level up their organization. Okay. So I'm not going to give you like an organized, like a bin or a okay. file box or something like that. Um, I would probably spend that on some resources, some teaching resources. I was just going to say, how about your course when you put one out? That's awesome. Well, when I put it out, but <laughs> you it. know, there's, there's a lot of, you know, and I've got not gotten there yet, but there's some great um, programs where you're with, a. this is something I'm wanting to build. Well, the cohort of people who are all trying to get their lives in order mm. you have the coaching and that kind of thing. Um, oh, there's, I mean, there's great books. Atomic sure. Habits, James Clear. James, so yeah, spot I spoke on. With James, great guy. With yeah. that, and his his yeah. email list, his weekly email list is some of the best. I mean, it is just yeah, three, two, one, full Thursday. of knowledge yeah. nuggets. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Joshua Becker, The More mm. of Less. Mm, uh, Margarita Magnuson, The uh, Gentle Art of Swedish Death Cleaning. Um, I love that you took it to education and leveling up your mindset. That's that that that's yeah. a that's a beautiful thing. So, how do you want your dash remembered? That little line in between your incarnation date and your expiration date. Hopefully, mm. it's a long time away. But how do you want that dash remembered? I'd like for people to remember me as someone who helped them take a hard look at their life. Mm. And get rid of everything that was holding them back from what was most important. And that and that's really just if you boil down what I'm doing mm. to just one sentence, that's it. Because whether it's our physical stuff that we don't need, mm. or it's things that events that are clogging up our calendar. Yeah. Or things that are spinning in our mind that we can't, there's so many things that are just unnecessary. Right. So if we clear that clutter, we can really pursue what's important to us. And I love that. And when you do clear that clutter, you actually clear your mental clutter a lot as well. Oh, absolutely. And the and mental clutter is think, such yeah. a huge, mental clutter is such a huge piece of it. Sure. I love to talk about um, David Allen getting things done, you know, mm -hmm. such a classic work. Yeah. But, one of the biggest things of mental clutter, uh, besides the phone and digital stuff, which is a big one, um, 
we try, we generally try to hold a lot of things in our mind so that we don't forget, you know, oh, I got to stop on the way home. I got to call so-and-so and oh, what about this? What about that? And <laughs> though it's like, we're trying to just, you know, hold on to them. And like David Allen says, your, your brain is not meant for holding things. It's no. meant for creating ideas. And so yeah. he talk, he talk, calls those things open loops. Yeah. Things that are not in a state where they're supposed to be and getting your open loops into trusted systems, whether that's Trello or a piece of paper or reminders on my iPhone or right. whatever. No, that, you know, Benjamin Franklin, I, I'm paraphrasing a lot of this, but, you know, he said that the power of the ink is more powerful than anything you can hold in your mind, you know, for something that you want to remember. You yeah. know, and I luckily, you know, we have the technology. I love Google Keep and. If mm. I think of something, I just speak it in and it goes across all my platforms. And if my yes. have it to my team, it's beautiful. So then what, what is your definition of a life well lived, Angie? Man, you are just firing the good questions at me here, Scott. Time to shine today, baby. <laughs> uh, I think a life well lived is one that is consistent with your priorities. Mm. Um, and you gotta be, uh, where nothing's out of whack, nothing's unbalanced. Um, you know, if you, if you live in such a way that, okay, well, let me just, here's another transparent thing. So Mm -hmm. I've been a Christian most of my life. Beautiful. And been one of those, like, you're going to see me at church on Sunday. I'm going to be a Bible study. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to always look the part, but there is a sizable chunk of my adult life where nobody would know this unless I told them because I look like the model of the Christian life, but Mm -hmm. I wasn't living it really. Right. And you can only go so long kind of pretending before it kind of catches up with you. Sure. Right. Um, That plus like, as a, a an extrovert, perfectionist, go-getter, high-energy person, I would just add more and more and more things to my life. Sure. And I was exhausted. And so I didn't have, yeah, I, I didn't even have time to think about what was important, mm. much less, you know, spend time doing it because I was too busy. Yeah. So many of us don't take the time to reflect. And if we do, we don't do anything about what we discover. So I think reflection is such a powerful tool. Yeah. And reflection leads to harmony. Like a lot of people say Mm -hmm. balance. I think balance is crap. I get on Mm -hmm. stage. I tell you that because balance equals zero. Like I believe strongly, firmly believe in harmony. I'm not making this up because my coaches and mentors have passed it down to me, but I liken it to a jazz band. Like your God or your spiritual is the drums or your personal growth is the guitar or the family is your piano. And you don't have to be Beethoven or Eddie Van Halen or Mozart or any of those instruments, right? To be that good. But if one of them's out of tune, you don't have Mm -hmm. the harmony. So you want to really get organized to just be able to put it in harmony. I really appreciate you saying that. And time to shine today. Podcast varsity squad. We are back. And Angie? You and I could talk 15, 20 minutes on each one of these questions, but you've got five seconds with no explanations, and they can all be answered that way. You ready to level up? I am ready. Here we go. 
Angie, what is the best leveling up advice you've ever received? Ooh, your identity is the way you are uniquely gifted by God and your identity is your gift to the world. So be that. Oh, that's beautiful. Mm. And share one of your personal habits that contributes to your success. Daily time in the Bible and prayer and meditation to try to quiet my mind. Love it. And get my focus. What, if any, is your most commonly used emoji when you text? Oh, uh, the eye roll. <laughs> Nicknames growing up? What's that? Nicknames oh, growing nicknames. up? I always wanted a nickname and I never got one. <laughs> I love it. But you have a really cool last name. So that works now. Um, chess checkers or Monopoly? Monopoly. Beautiful. Go to ice cream flavor. Ooh, probably mint chocolate chip. Ooh, I love it. Mint chocolate chip. Let's build a uh, a sandwich called the ship shape. What's on that sandwich? Is it a literal sandwich? It's a literal sandwich. Let's see. It's a literal sandwich. All right. Um, let's see. Let's go. Are we to go with something sweet? So maybe like some almond butter and banana. Mm, yum. And some apple slices really Oof. thin. There you go. Uh and maybe a little bit of cream cheese. Love it. We could definitely dot together. <laughs> Favorite charity <laughs> and or organization you like to give your time or money to? Ooh, and I just got to pick one. Um, I'll say St. Jude's. Beautiful. Me too. Best decade of music, 60s, 70s, 80s, or 90s? Oh, I love my 80s. Me too. <laughs> I'm 50 <laughs> now, so it's like the 80s was kind of like I graduated in 1990, so the 80s was like my thing. You yeah, so happy you said that. So, Angie, how can we find you, my friend? Um, best way to find me would be on my website, shipshape.solutions. And Got I'm it. also on Facebook and Instagram. Got it. And you have all those will be in the show notes as well. So, I know you have your podcast, which I'm going to put that into the, the show notes for them to direct to as well. But do you have other books that are that are dropping? Yeah, so I have uh, my book, Unholy Mess, What the Bible Says About Clutter. That was published on Amazon in December 2020. 2020 on uh, ebook and uh, paperback. It will be available in audiobook sometime what? in the next couple of months. Hey, awesome. Yeah, been working on that. Beautiful. Um, yeah, and uh, got another book coming soon. But yeah, that's what I've got out there right now. We're going to... The first person that I'm going to buy a copy of Unholy Mess, um, and maybe Angie, you could uh, sign it and mail it out for me if you don't mind personally. To I'd the person be happy to. That puts apple butter clutter. Now, I know you've listened this far. Apple butter clutter into any of the social. I don't care if it's on Pinterest. <laughs> I don't care if you text it to me. I Love don't it. care. Whatever. LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook. Put apple butter clutter in there and I will happily get that book out to you, you know, from my good friend, Angie and Angie, do me one last solid and leave us with one last knowledge nugget. We can take with us internalize and take action on. Mm. This is what we sign off our, our podcast episodes. An uncluttered life is an abundant life. Mm. It sounds so opposite, true. right? Because yeah. we think of abundance as a bunch. Yes. But the yes. more uncluttered you are, the more abundance you have because you're spending time on what's important. And 
squad, I just had a super fun conversation and Angie's just been such a great guest. I was late getting here because of technical difficulties. Nothing even phased her. She's fantastic. You know, she's been obsessive about order since she was younger and she used her talents to really level up through life to help other people level up as well. You know, function sometimes is more to a person than how something looks. So how function, Angie would get in and dig in and find out, hey, this works best for you. We're going to make it look the best as we can, as long as it's still functional for you. You know, and, and also as a professional, you know, Angie remind us that it's okay to share your weaknesses with mm. people because it makes you more transparent, makes you more relatable, you know, and she will when she talks to people, I, I'm sure she does, even though she's not working so much with one-on-one people, but I'm sure even, even in conversation, and she's the kind of person that I mentioned before, li- really listens with her neck. She tries to find the pain points in people and to help them with that and, and to level up through it. She wants to remind you to don't underestimate yourself. You know, she could have been a doctor. You know, she could have went that route, but she felt something intuitively that held her back. But luckily she married a man 35 years ago that said, listen, Go chase that dream. And what she didn't know, she got her asking gear and asked for it. And she wants you to remind us that don't regret not trying. Mm-hmm. Okay. And like my good friend, Lee, um, Berta Medina would say, do it scared. Get out there and mm-hmm. do it. Absolutely. You know, and, you know, she's planting trees that she's probably never going to sit in the shade of because the people that she's helped and those people are going to learn something that was passed on from Angie that's going to help them help somebody else. And that, that's just beautiful. And a life well lived to her is consistent with the priorities of your life or your why. You know, live life in that harmony. Know your why. If you don't, work with somebody. One of the coaches I've interviewed. Now, I'm sure Angie would be happy to have a conversation with you. Really get dig deep down and find that why. Because when you do, you can show off that God-given identity gift of yours to the world. And she, lastly, she reminds us that an uncluttered life is an abundant life. And that's what my good friend Angie does. She levels up her health. She levels up her wealth. She's humble. Yes, she's hungry. She's our diversity squad letter here at Time to Shine today. Thank you so much for coming, Angie. I absolutely love your guts. Thank you so much, Scott. It was a joy to be here with you. Yay! Chat soon. Bye now. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Time to Shine Today podcast. Probably brought to you by Sutter and Nugent Real Estate real estate excellence who can be reached at 561-249-7266 and online at www.sutterandnugent.com if you are a business owner or professional who would like to be interviewed on time to shine today please visit time to shine today.com slash guest if you like this episode please subscribe on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, stitcher spotify iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts there's a link in the show notes to our website Also there, you will see our recommended resources. We hope that you will support our show by supporting them. If you like what you've been listening to, it'd be great if you could just give us a five-star rating and tell your friends how to subscribe while you're at it. I'm your host, Scott Ferguson, and until next time, let's level up. It's our time to shine.